Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Back at it. <laughs> episode four. <laughs> Did you know it was episode four? I had to double check. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, it, it, you want to know why I didn't know it was episode four, Amber? It's because time with you just goes by so smoothly so because of the love slow. that we so have. So painfully slow that I, I forget all, <laughs> all concepts of, of, of what it means to, uh, of what time means. What's the name of the show, James? Welcome back to the Edge of Activist Podcast. Yeah. My name is James Lopez. I'm accompanied by my girl, Amber Ingram. I just smacked the shit out of her back. Ow. special guest with us today um my guy a great friend to both of us uh Jalen he will introduce himself a little later on but before we get to uh Jalen and ask him a bunch of questions about his educational experience and whatnot Amber how's the week been for you well sorry for being late this week we've my I guess I don't know what James has been doing but my My last two weeks have been a little bit hectic. There's not a damn person on earth that knows that we're late with this. You know all of our fans. Yeah, and Nancy. Nice. And Nancy. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Appreciate you, Mom. Um, But, yeah, so I spent two weeks ago, I had my sorority conference. I was doing that. And then last week was the Miss New Jersey USA pageant, mm. which was my first pageant. Um, Super fun. It was very it was interesting. It was it was fun in a lot of respects. A lot of the things that you think that are true about pageants were true, but a lot of the things were you mean like the were grooming? not true. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the things were 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 not true. And I did I won um, an award for my interview. So it's split into mm. three different you categories. You do interview very well. I interview apparently award winningly. So I don't, don't, don't. <laughs> see my thing's right there. You can don't see it. It's oh really my nice. God. <laughs> How about you dust that? How about you dust that shelf, you no. animal? <laughs> you ever heard of a Swiffer? No, I haven't. This musty ass shelf that she has her three plaques on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, I'm, I I digress. Tell us about. Uh, so yeah, so it's it split into interview, evening gown, and swimsuit, and I won an award for my interview, and a judge said that I was very insightful, and I think what they liked about my interview is because I was very honest about how much I was wary about pageantry and how it seemed limiting for people of color, how it seemed limiting for queer people. And I think they liked that honesty, so, yeah. Or they were just like, all right, take the damn. Or that. <laughs> take the, or that. <laughs> take the damn it. But, yeah, so that's been consuming my life for, like, the last three months. So I'm excited to have free time and for the sunshine to be out longer. Long. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. Well, The you, sads are gone. <laughs> You know what? Everything is cured. The sun is out. All of my problems are gone. Magically. Uh, well, I do want to congratulate you on the pageant. Just because I know that you were work, you know, you were very excited about it. And um, I do think that it takes a lot. I think you and I have been very critical where it's like teachers get their job and then all of a sudden they're just like, that's it. Like, that's mm-hmm. all that that's all that they'll uh, that they'll do for the rest of their lives. And um, no, it was really cool to see you, uh, you know, take that step and take that uh, take that journey. So. Um, no, nah, you looked like you had a good time with it. You looked awesome uh, in the photos that you posted. It looked like you had a lot of good support. So 
I am proud of you for uh, you know taking that step. I mean, you're definitely not a shy person, so I'm not proud of you for being extroverted. <laughs> but I'm definitely proud of you for uh, uh, for taking that step and you know venturing out into something that you're very unfamiliar with. It's it was really it's encouraging to uh, to have such strong such a strong woman. Wow, in my life. so nice. Um, <laughs> therapy went well this week. That's why. Oh my <laughs> don't, goodness. Don't get it twisted. Well, how was your week? That's a great question. Timothy. How was how was my week? Um, I've been I don't know, man. Well, it's crazy. Like everything in the classroom is going very well right now. Um, everything's really cool. It's the the kids are really enjoying uh, Fahrenheit. So it I'm, I've done it differently each of the three years that I've uh, that I've taught it. But uh, now that I uh, now I I have the access to like the copy room and stuff like that stuff that i didn't have during covid so like if i want to isolate like five pages and really really close read it and have them like relate things to real world problems and stuff going on in their lives um i can so i've been like been utilizing that and the lesson was so good yesterday that kids were literally crying like thinking about that's so cool yeah so it was like we were talking about like real things and real feelings and real emotions and stuff like that so you know it it's crazy like when you see it be impactful in the moment because you don't always get that right it's always like the kid that comes around like years afterwards like oh i love you i remember yeah yeah i remember you i loved your class so much whatever blah blah so we had that um it was the last one was about that we closed read was about you know relationships emotions um love in general because the main character and his wife were you know going at it um, so we talked about that and relationships when you're 14 years old is like the most important thing to you. Yep. So they bought right into that. And then, you know, I had them do a prompt where they had to be very self-reflective. And now the part that we're closed reading that we just closed read today was about misinformation, censorship, technology, um, how minorities are treated in, uh, in America and all that stuff. And one of my old students, he was the, f- in my first year when we were online, he came in and was just like watching the lesson cause he had a free period. So I'm up there, I'm teaching and doing my thing. And then I come back, I let my kids like rock and do something. And I come back to, t- uh, to my desk and he's waiting there for me. I'm like, what's going on, man? He goes, I wish I still had you. <laughs> he goes, I, I really, he goes, I, I wish that I had you, uh, that I still had you. So, um, it's cool. It's really, it, it was teaching wise. It's been really good. And then, um, outside of the classroom has been pretty cool too. A lot of, a lot of thoughts going on in my head. Thoughts are thought. Thoughts, thought. The thoughts are uh, the, the thoughts. The thoughts are thoughting, but uh, no, nah, it's just been you know, um, it's been cool. Therapy's been been going really well. So from that, um, being very reflective, and I know like it's crazy to say, but it's like the first time in my life that I'm like actually, you know, picking apart shit and like dissecting stuff for really like the first time because um, I was out with Claudia mm-hmm. uh, Valverde that uh, Amber and I went to college with uh, before we were recording and I was telling her, I was like, it's so crazy that like I was living in almost like ignorance for so long. I was just doing things because I wanted to do them and I was just happy just kind of going with the flow and doing whatever, but I was hurting people in the process and I was Mm. just kind of doing things in the process. And now it's like, I'm a lot more aware and I'm not as ignorant as I was. So, you know, it, it brings like a sense of like peace to me to, know that i'm actually feel whole yeah you know what i mean and, and uh, again like i might be too old to be like just having this realization and i don't think you so, know what i mean there's, there's probably people that are doing the same exact work at 45 so. <laughs> no <laughs> at that, 65 that makes sense no i mean to 
be doing it. Definitely. So it's it's the first time in my life that I've actually you know sat with myself and yeah. with my feelings and with my thoughts for an extended period of time. So it's been uh, it's been a very awesome journey for me, and you know that's been like my focus um, during this week. So it's been awesome to just kind of like sit with myself and self actualize and all that stuff. And then one of my really good friends is getting engaged tomorrow, so. I'm excited to. Uh, How do you? He's got his whole engagement oh, party. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh. now nah, this <laughs> man, now nah, this man is so efficient. So we coached football together at Cerebral for the longest time. Longest time, I mean, three years. Yeah. We were coaching uh, football at Cerebral together. So like, we're both coaches, and we just like things done like efficiently. It's got to be. It's got to be done. This man is proposing, and having his engagement party within the same hour. Like, he's getting it done. He's that going engagement, engagement. No, because some people be getting engaged and then have the engagement yeah. party, like, months later. I'm like, what are you doing? So he's like, nah, I'm getting everything done No, those are people now. that think that they're going to That's the, know those, they're going to say. Those are the type of people. Yes. Those are the they type of people. They don't know they're going to say yes. Nah, and I mean this with all due disrespect. Sincerely and wholeheartedly. Don't, and don't propose to someone if you don't know if they're going to say yes. Yes, and also, why are you throwing a big-ass party? For what? <laughs> For what? Why are you why are you, why are you getting dressed? I don't care who I offend with this. Wow. Damn it. I'm sitting no, I'm I, I, no, I sound bitter. I sound you do. Bitter. I, <laughs> you're right. You do. Self, so I just won't invite self, you to mine. Self, how <laughs> yo, honestly, if you don't invite me to yours, I actually will never speak to you again. And I hope that you know I'm so sincere. Meanwhile, you're there the whole time with your hands curled. <laughs> just A white tight, clawed hands. Just tight. Just how mad. dare you, I drink high noons. <laughs> Wait, so is that going to be on the menu for the, for the bar? Wow. All right. Well, you got a minute until you get to that. Lovely. Hopefully. All right. Let it marinate for a minute. But let's get into Ready? it. Ready for our next interview. illustrious guest in all of what are we in union county this is essex the most illustrious <laughs> guest in essex county <laughs> sometimes middlesex county the one the only the only say your name man my name is Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i thought y'all were gonna say my name <laughs> you got two people boarding for you what you mean uh i'm Jalen. i went to undergrad with amber and james they were a year above me but um, we ended up connecting, you know, through. Because he knew that we were cool. Basically. <laughs> nah, because I've been thinking, this I, is, this is a question that I've been waiting to ask. I don't remember when we met. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you, does anyone here remember? I, I remember when I met you. I remember you. when I met you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember when. I feel like that was very clear. Uh, all right, so. All right, you have, right, like, first. a clear, like, moment, like, when we first. That's that dude. That's that chick. Like, I met James through Hip Hop Ed. That's when I that met That was you. the first time that we met? That's that we met? met? Okay. Yes. You, when he was TAing the class or when he was in it? First of all, no. I didn't TA. Oh, I, I didn't TA that class. Oh. I TA'd after that class. Okay. So we were both like in the class at the same time. Okay. And then I, ne I never knew you until that class that I heard about you from Ajifong. <laughs> and he was like, Amber? I was like, huh? Because he was playing my video. Yes. For everyone. <laughs> yes. And I was like, wait, she ate that. Like, Do you I know he know told her. people that I made it in PowerPoint? He was like, yeah, she made it in PowerPoint, so you could just make it. It's really nah, easy. No, that's because he doesn't want to explain it. <laughs> I'm so, hey, listen, listen. 
Because <laughs> someone told me that. I was like, I do not make that in PowerPoint. There don't was know no why he's telling people that. Like, actually, nah, because you want to know, know what comes along with that is questions yeah. of, yo, what should I use? That he was not trying to answer. No. Yeah, no. He, was, he wasn't trying to answer that. I love no. that man with my whole heart. Hip Hop Ed Conference. Everybody pop out to the Bronx. In June. June 6th. Please follow oh, Hip Hop Ed. Actually, I'll be there. I, really, I don't have a distinct memory of when I met you, though. You're right. You're very It right. might have been at one of the open houses. Probably. Perhaps. You was working in the open houses like that? that they were slutting me out. Like, yeah. that was like... Yeah. <laughs> no, it probably was yeah. that. Because I, I was like, oh, my God, somebody yeah. here that white. Oh, yes. yeah, because you didn't enjoy getting slutted out by the college event. Did. You better. And Mo would put me in front of the parents. She wouldn't even send me to the <laughs> students' room. Yeah. She'd be like, yeah, no, you're staying here. And that's why you won uh, your little interview award. Yeah, It goes for a circle. Little did you know, you were practicing Not, wow. that entire time. <laughs> um, damn, so Jalen, you were, what, a sophomore when we met in Hip Hop Ed? Mm. Oh, I no. wish I took it as a sophomore. No, because I'm one year under you guys. Junior, yeah, junior, because then the next year, senior, was when I was a TA. So oh. you, it was you guys' senior year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that yes. was that uh, That was that was fall semester. Yes. yes. Oh, my yes, God, I was, yo, I just remembered, I was taking 18 credits and student teaching. Same. That, uh, mm-hmm. that Okay, damn, that was really the first time that I met you? Yeah. That's so unfortunate. I wish we had met sooner. I think I had heard of you, same, but I had never met We, we had never crossed paths. We had never crossed paths. No, so mm-hmm. little, um, what was I going to say? A little background for everyone. So obviously the three of us went to Seton Hall, but the love that I have for Jalen, I simply, I like, a that's what, nugget. no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like it developed that. so quickly over such a short <laughs> period of time that I feel like I've known, well now we've known each other for what, three years, years? three yeah, years we've now, known each yeah. other for three years at this point, but we literally spent the semester together and I was, by the end of the semester, I was like cuddling on this man's shoulder, <laughs> as, like as we were getting ready. So, um, that's like, uh, that's wild to me, but, um, just a really a phenomenal human being. But Appreciate I remember, like, how did we start interacting in that class? Because I was definitely, like, a head-ass because... No, you were. It, you exactly. were. <laughs> you definitely were. I um, was definitely a head-ass because I remember... Uh, a groupie, is it? <laughs> and as opposed to you being... I was actually doing... In the group? Oh. No, wow. Oh. Wow, 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 wow. That's crazy. We can call him right now and see who he answers. <laughs> we can call him right now and see who he answers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't uh, you know what i'm not you lucky this is a very distinguished man i do not want to bother dr ajapong well on a on a friday night i'm pretty sure <laughs> probably doing anything better with his life than looking for definitely to pick up right now. Yeah. definitely definitely have to be but uh yeah no so what was like the first do you remember like the first time that we actually i mean like the first interacted time, not really I, I think it was just through general like just class discussions yeah. and stuff where i was like Okay, you said something. I was like, oh, okay. Because I feel like first look, impression was off. It, 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 what, I mean, that's like, the yeah. story. That's the story of my life. It's alright. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but I feel like, and this is, I mean, it's all shade. Um, wow. A lot of our class was kind of boring. Yeah, they were very like just kind of sit oh, there. Oh, I think like of the, the no, 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 the class, <laughs> the content, was no, great. content was great. Let me rephrase that because that was my favorite class yeah. that I took in undergrad. Like, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. But my peers mm. were very just kind of like sit there, and I'm like, how the yeah. hell are you in this class? And y'all just 
They just needed the music. They needed the music requirement. I guess that was it. Did no, I took it before it was a music requirement. So everyone in the class, it was before it was a music requirement, and it was before it was an AFAM class. So the people in the class theoretically should have wanted to be like it's an elective right? yeah and everyone in there was just like blitter like so how can you get an a like it was just boring oh. like like that type and even ajapan was like i just don't understand why because that was not the class, class. For that. it wasn't the class for that, that. Was not the class it's for not that. like ap bio or no. whatever like it's not like <laughs> this is just we're just talking we're just having discussions about things like i don't get it yeah that they were a lot of the classmates i feel like were just kind of were there for that reason just mm-hmm. kind of like i'm here I'm um, fulfilling this requirement. I don't know if it was a requirement by that point. Was it? Music was definitely a requirement. I don't think hip hop. Because I had got it retroactively. It wasn't uh, in the catalog. Yeah, it was yet. never in the catalog. Okay. But it was that like liberal arts uh, music requirement. Mm-hmm. That, filled, so then we didn't have to that. take that the painting class or the whatever. I enjoyed. Oh painting. yes, I remember. Because that painting class, you had to buy pastels and candles. I was it like, bread. no. <laughs> this it's the same amount of money as yeah. the textbook. <laughs> Anyways. Bye. I digress, but um, no, I mean, even when we were when we were all at, at Seton Hall together, so Amber, Jalen is also um, elementary school, mm-hmm. uh, so Jalen, do you want to tell uh, our audience a little bit about um, what it is that you majored in when you were at Seton Hall, how mm-hmm. the progression for you um, getting to be a what full-time do you do now? teacher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so I um, actually started as an accounting major. <laughs> oh, no shit. I didn't know that about you. Yeah. I, I, I was like three different majors before college started. I had them <laughs> register me as math, business, accounting, and then I just started as accounting. I nearly failed out of the program and was mm-hmm. like, yeah. After one semester, mind you. One semester. Wow. Hey, sounds like me. And I was like, yeah, this ain't, this not it. <laughs> so I went undecided for a semester and I was... Um, the beginning of every good teacher story. Yeah. <laughs> I was volunteering through... Um, Center for Community Research and Engagement, which was a whole bunch of just like outreach stuff. And they had a whole bunch of different platforms in terms of working with the nearby community. So I went to the after school program at Mm -hmm. and I was confused because my whole life I was like, I hate kids. I hate kids. I hate kids. I hate kids. Mm -hmm. I hate kids. And then I got there. I was like, I'm having fun. It's literally the only time I'm having fun right now in college is when I'm going to this thing once a week. So. I went through the entire boring, stupid career center thing. They were like, oh, let's give you this little, the aptitude test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything came up as teacher, teacher, teacher. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to. I promise I don't. And they were like, just try it. Okay. I, so I, I tried it. And I, I was like, okay. I got in after I took the stupid, I had to take the core practice because my ELA Same. were low. And how many times did you have to Yo, take I'm it? Yo, I'm sort of God. I'm boxing <laughs> in front of Wait, God and everyone right now. No, now I need to know. The only reason I know because I did research on it. He was one of my research Um, For our audience. So basically, the, uh, so the Praxis Core for our non-educational audience out there. Um, basically, if you are trying to declare to become an education major or you decide In New that, Jersey. This is yes, only in New Jersey. Yes. Um, so if, you, if your SAT scores aren't up to par with the program requirement or whatever, you have to take this thing called the Praxis Core. And then when you're going for your certification to teach, you have to take the Praxis 2, which is more focused in your content area. So your boy... I wish it was. Um, please reference to uh, yeah, season one. Not. Please mm-hmm. reference to season one for my SAT story. Oh, I um, remember that one. <laughs> I remember that one. Please reference, please reference season one for my SAT story. My SAT scores were not good enough um, for reasons that are explained in our season one episode. <laughs> please go back to it. Wow, um, I never even made that connection. That's crazy. There it is. So um, I took the so I took the practice core. It was math, uh, writing, and then 
language arts, passed the language arts and writing, obviously. And then I took the math one seven times. Yeah. I yeah. swear to God, I was awful. Paid for it. Awful. Paid for it seven times. I yeah. had, I, listen, I was going broke. I was starving. <laughs> I had to, <laughs> this, that point. I had no other career choice. This was it. So I took the practice, I took the math legit seven times. And I'm assuming you pressed everyone on the first time, Jalen. No, 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 I didn't. Okay, I did it. Yeah, so go ahead. Go ahead. Tell us. Not seven. Tell us about what you got. I gotta take. I took the core one. I passed it the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, When it came to the actual praxis, I had to retake. I think science it was, which I was just surprised I didn't have to retake ELA because I could have swore for the core praxis or for the second one. For the second one. The praxis. The core one I passed the first time. Okay. The what? second one, I didn't pass science. Because the second, because the elementary one is still really broad. It's everything. So, yeah, it's so, really, I, was gonna, so everything. I was gonna ask the, the two of you. So, for obviously, if you're teaching in a secondary school, middle school, high school, the practice two is just going to be your content yeah, area. Yeah, so it's mm-hmm. like literature based. And that's the yeah. only one that you have to take. So, I only had to Damn. take the English one. How many did you guys? have to take also mind everybody all of these cost money on top of <laughs> yes the ed yep. tpa that yep. you, the 300 dollars tpa yeah and that was and we didn't even know about ed tpa until our senior year yeah, but we'll talk about that but anyways how many um praxis twos did uh you guys have to take the elementary i also took special ed and then i took, I took the um the bilingual one i failed the bilingual <laughs> But other, and I just never took it again because the bilingual one you can take it to teach Spanish, and I uh-huh. thought maybe I would want to teach Spanish. And after I failed it, I was like, I don't want to teach Spanish. And now I'm glad that I don't have a bilingual spirit. I do. I speak Spanish more than I speak English, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that I don't have a bilingual spirit because they abuse it. I, so yes. <laughs> yes. So yes. Much. We're gonna get. We'll get into that oh. story. No, I took. Um, I only took the the math, ELA, science, social studies one. Yeah. And then. I was planning to take the middle school math one because that's what I wanted to do, but I needed three more credits of a class before mm-hmm. I could take it. And because I came into the major late, I didn't have the time to do that. And I was <laughs> like, you know what? These middle schools be all right. Up yeah. to sixth grade is fine. <laughs> we'll be all right. That's why I was always confused. Because they had, like, girls that had started from the beginning. Because I'm sure, like, your, it was all girls. They had started from the beginning, and you could pick your second major. And if you're start, you have eight semesters and these girls are picking like basket weaving right. like their second major. I'm like girl crazy. we have so much time I don't like I would tell I left with four certifications and people would be like oh my god how did no, you do really that I'm like thought. it's very easy you had so much time <laughs> <laughs> you had so much time like basket I get it weaving. starting later it's it's, it's right. difficult because even to catch up with all the students teaching and everything it's very difficult but once you have, if you start from the beginning, I don't understand. Like, no, first off, because you know they use you as the example for all yeah. that stuff. They were like, well, Amber did. <laughs> they used it for the example. No, the they poster. Didn't. No, they did. No, they they were like, in two months, she got her two degrees <laughs> and already applied for her master's. So I don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all can't get a second major. Oh, my God. Because when, I, when they made me pick my second major, I first was like, oh, let me do math. And they said, well, okay, so you're ready to take calculus 18, 19, and 20. And I was like, no, I'm. Do I want to teach up to middle school? I don't know yeah. how do I need to. No. So I picked liberal studies, mm-hmm. which is nothing. It's, yeah, it's, it's nothing. Li- it's literally everything yeah. as a major, <laughs> yeah. which is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> they would either pick liberal studies or um, SOBS. Yes. That would be the yeah. only ones that they would pick. So I picked liberal studies and then Spanish as my minor because I, I really did want to learn the language. And I wanted, at one point, I did want to go into ESL, but mm-hmm. they also said, you don't have the time unless you got more money. We didn't have, <laughs> have more money. We didn't have all that. Yeah. Um, so. But my, my focus was math. So I was taking all the extra math classes. I just needed one more to yeah. do that. 
certification. But now I'm teaching fifth grade math, which was my ideal position. Yeah. I wanted that grade level, that content. Because um, you can go up to five or six. I can go up to six. Yeah, so then, yeah. So I'm that's good. That's exactly. Exactly. Middle, I'm good. Just to add seven and eight. And seven and eight is hard. I, I, yeah. my, my, you couldn't pay me. No. You couldn't pay me to teach seventh and eighth grade. I teach seventh grade now, but I did seventh grade. I no, I did. I, I did something new about you all the time. Seventh grade <laughs> math, my first year, the devil. I the hate first, that. Like, oh no, yeah. math in general is the devil. So I'm just gonna <laughs> right, throw that gonna out go there. We ain't gonna go that far. Not, <laughs> I'm sorry, because I, 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 I could talk about ELA all day. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Oh, <laughs> I got time. I'm not doing anything on my Friday night. Me and, this, and the domesticated woman to the right of me. Wow. We're, not, we're not doing wow. a damn thing. Wow. Um. But yeah, yeah, I'm just I, I like my my content. This is where I want to be. I don't like to move down because I don't like working with little little kids. Yeah, no um, same. You're not on your. We're at the same. No. I all of my all of my student teaching. I think the I my first one was second grade. I said absolutely not. Teaching to read is hard. Jesus, how do you? I, read it. Read <laughs> it. Like, the letters are there. Read it. <laughs> Oh my god! Like the amount of time it'd be like cat, and they'd be like frog. No! <laughs> like I, she's like let us write that. Yes, because they really would, <laughs> and they write mine. <laughs> oh. And say whatever, like uh, the, oh my god! No, it's horrible. My, and it, it bleeds into math because then you have kids that legitimately can do the math but can't read, and I'm just like I don't. I don't want to do letter sounds. No. Don't, I don't want to do phonemic awareness. I don't want, I learned it. What happens to a person where they want to do that? A lot of people, but the people that do it are very good at it. Yes. And, and, they, I, and they can't teach like how to write an essay, how to compose, how to like. They Freudian can't. theory. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't got to call me. I don't know how to do none of that. I, know how to do I had a teacher that. in high school that she came from kindergarten and then she taught in high school and she was like, I just, I don't understand why, like. I want to help you guys, but you don't need help. I'm like, yes, because we know how to read. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to do something else. Oh, oh, oh girl. <laughs> she swore. That's adorable. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. Um, so another question that, uh, that I was thinking for you, Jalen, was when you were in college, right? So what was the demographic of your education class? We was know what it was like. mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of white, white women. women, white oh, women, oh, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Where were the spots where I guess you found um, either comfort? Well, like, were there certain people that you were able to like go to for like a shoulder to lean on, bounce ideas off of, and mm-hmm. stuff like that? Or were you just kind of like, all right, like I'm really kind of in this on my own. I'm kind of on this uh, like by myself. I mean, for I had my my select group of friends, and I was very selective. Very, mm-hmm. very selective. We had a conversation about this on the way yes. here. Did, you, did like, you commute or did you live no, on campus? I lived on campus the first two years, and then I had an apartment off campus for okay. the second two years. Um, Jalen's feet got mileage. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't want to see my sneakers. They have gone. Oh, they took me from the first day of college all the way to, to graduation, and I made sure I took a graduation picture with them. People have crossed the I wanted to. My parents cursed me out, though. They, said they, <laughs> they cursed me out. They said, don't even try it. Um, but I, I had my small circle within the education program. Mm-hmm. Um, and to a point, I am a little glad I started late because I wouldn't, I feel like if it start, if I started from day one, I would have been closed off the entire time. Um, 
just because even salad. my first day, I, I had officially joined education my sophomore year. Um, and my first day, they had put me in the that class to go to everybody's favorite at Seton Hall, where you go to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. put me in that class yeah. specifically because they're like, oh, we want to bring you into this and you're going to love I it. hated that. And you, I was like, you oh. You have the, the benefit of that. <laughs> I have the benefit of a lot being a high school teacher. They put me into that class. It's supposed to be like this model. I'm sorry. But no, yeah, it's no. It's supposed to be yes, like this please. model program. And it's model only in that everything is perfect. All of the kids are rich and white. A lot of the parents are very involved. So they're reading at home. Mm -hmm. They're doing all the things that they're supposed Booster to do. Booster club. They, yeah. Yes. All, there's not a lot of behavioral issues. There might be like, oh, someone called out. They didn't raise their hand. Like stuff like that. Sounds, like it's very it's much not like real. It, it's not real. Sounds wonderful. They, the funding is through the roof, <laughs> so they get all of the resources that they... If you don't got need. asbestos in your school, I don't want to exactly. go there. Exactly. Yes. Like, I want a little rust. Right. I want to break it and be broken. And so I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, okay, all right, thinking all schools are going to be like that. Mm -hmm. No. No. I went from that, and then my second placement was in Newark. And I was like, oh. But in Newark, loved it more. Right. Loved it more. I, I had the same exact experience. Yeah. They put me in kindergarten, <laughs> which that's was already my I can't get any worse than that. You were like, this is that my downfall. Every, I, I was like, you're you like, like, I'm changing majors again. <laughs> I can't do education no, either. There was a couple girls they switched to nursing after because oh. they were like, absolutely not. No. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. So but I mean I had those kindergartners I forced them to count all the way to hundred and they was <laughs> they was mad. They was mad. And the, my cooperative teacher, she was nice and all, but she was like Okay, like they're kindergarten. I'm yeah. like, okay, well they can count. Like we got stuff to do. <laughs> count, right? Like, come on. It's a number, is they? <laughs> by the end of my time, we were skip counting by two to a hundred, and it oh, was wow. October. And I was like, all right, cool. Don't let me do ELA. <laughs> Don't let me do LA. But after oh. my next placement was, so <laughs> I went to my cooperating teachers on my first day, and they were like, oh, where were you before? I was like, kindergarten. They laughed in my face. Yeah. Laughed in my face. But that made me say, oh, I want to be with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, because they was real. real. It's real. The kids are a lot more, like, I don't, I don't think that I could be in that type of district, mm -mm. like, now. As much as there's a bunch of problems in my district, whatever, mm -hmm. but I kind of thrive in the chaos, you know? Yes. Like, no. you need some of that, I don't know. It, when, it, when everything is, quote, unquote, perfect, it's I'm bored. Yeah. I'm bored. Yeah. Like you teach it the first time and they understand it. <laughs> Stupid. Right. <laughs> it's just, it was you so. You don't have to differentiate instruction. What? We're also not making a lot of connections with that, uh, like with content too. Like how that. I was talking yes. about in the beginning. Like my kids be going through some shit. Like I got kids that are legitimately homeless. Mm -hmm. Like I got kids that mm -hmm. where like their parents are like alcoholics. Yeah. So it's like. They feel that, and it's like it's a bright spot in their in their life. I get the same text in a school where, where you guys were just talking about. They're just like, yeah. It's all theoretical. Yeah, yeah. But I also feel like too, it's like, you want a school, you want a classroom that reflects your own experiences mm -hmm. in life and in education too. So, I mean, I tell everyone you should never teach at a school just because they've accepted you. Like you. You got to do your oh research. Gosh. The crazy yeah. part is that a lot, like, especially in our district, it's a it's a good mix. But in my building, it's 
more Hispanic than black. Yeah. And so I was nervous that I wouldn't be able to connect in the same way because of that. Mm-hmm. But I think because like people of color kind of have like that, I don't know, je ne sais quoi. Yep. Yep. And yep. then nice the, <laughs> I'm learning, I'm learning. Because our other language is Haitian Creole. We. Oui. Yeah. We. Oui, oui. But the, yeah, so I think because we have that connection and then speaking Spanish, but then also just like understanding like, all the societal things outside of just being like a nine-year-old like yeah it, right. it makes it a lot easier i think to connect with them whereas if i was trying to teach black history to a bunch of white kids i don't know that i would make it no. i don't no. <laughs> i don't think i would no i had to <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was student teaching we went to kill a mockingbird i had to teach them about i taught them about a lot it was but i think coming from you it's less like it's like huh Right. No, no, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Different perspective. It's, it's all on who's, who's presenting it to them. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, so, running back to the question, Jalen. I mean, I'm uh, the who was, <laughs> who were like your shoulders, <laughs> your, shoulder, your shoulders to lean on um, in that? Because I, I, I think we just talked about the fact that, you know, you want where you're at to reflect your experiences. And I mm-hmm. don't feel like a lot of our black and Hispanic educators, when we were at Seton Hall, you know, had people that reflected their experiences or their values, you know what I mean? So who were those people that you were either bouncing lessons off of or you had a a hard day with in the classroom or with the class and you were like, this is my person to go to? Um, Well, before I even get into like my actual friends, one, in terms of the people who work there, O-Myra. O-Myra. Shout out to Myra. O-Myra is the literal reason I was able to graduate from there because I had no... No, same. I couldn't... I could not afford that school. Same. My family could not afford that school and I told her, before I even really knew her, Mm -hmm. when I had just first switched into education, I was like, I I really don't think I can come back here. I, I, I just don't got the money. And she was like, okay, you and your mom come to my office. We had a whole sit down. We were bawling our eyes and this, that, and the other. And she was just like, she presented, she didn't do work for me, but she presented me with a whole bunch of things like. Of options, our, yeah. That you don't, that you don't even know about. No idea. Because why would they tell you that? Because <laughs> we know I, why. I we have, know why. We know why. I've received uh, athletic scholarships. Was I an athlete? No. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was on an athletic scholarship. He better stop making that Yes. Thing. I wish you guys could see the face I'm giving her. <laughs> <laughs> because I went to Obira literally the fir- before I started freshman year. And I was like, yeah, I don't. This first payment, not No, no. <laughs> that check is not clear. Yeah. It's not. It's that not. check is not clear. No, Obira was solid. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and then once I had met Ajapong my junior year, I was like, okay, I hope you don't think I'm, you can get rid of me. I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Um, they were they were my main two. Um, Myra Cologne as well. I know she wasn't a mm-hmm, professor, mm-hmm. but yeah. she was a huge one for me too. Um, just sometimes you need like that, like a familiar face that's yes. not judging you, that's exactly. not that understands. Comparing themselves, that's to not you. comparing, right? Yeah. Or just trying to like hype you up too much to be like, oh my god, so yeah. we want to use you for this yeah. like, upcoming thing. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to do that all the time. Like sometimes I just want to talk about how much I hate. Like, <laughs> specifically you yes so i need somebody else to go to um but in terms of like my friends who i made it th- made it with um one of them my friend ness i met them through my other friend you know my friend christina james mm. oh yeah i know christina we went to uh, high school together yeah she was the first one she literally forced me to be her friend <laughs> and i was like at first this girl's crazy 
but then I was like, I, I can't get enough of her. Like, I, I love her. Mm -hmm. um, and she really was critical of a lot of the things that the school was doing too. Mm -hmm. But I was a lot more open about it where I'm like, I'll go tell the professor, like, I'm not doing that. Like, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And she was very much like, she would talk all this. And I love her. I love her. She would talk it all to me. And I'd be like, okay, I'll go deliver the message. I don't, I don't mind. Um, but then she was also my person when I, c I know I could go to her when it came to, I can't stand my cooperating teachers. I can't stand what these professors are saying. I just can't with this school period right <laughs> now. Her, and you're uh, just like, I have to finish, but yes. do I want to? <laughs> I, I had my select, like it was my four. It was my friend Christina, Gab, Ness, and Jay-Z. Without them, I would have. Mm. And they all wrote it out to the end with you. Every yeah, month. yeah. Everyone's they, teaching in different spots right now, too. Yep, yep. That's what's up, man. Um, <laughs> me and JV, we are in the same district. He's mm -hmm. up, the, up the street from me in the schools. Um, Ness, they're, a, they're going to school to be SLP, graduating this year. I think this year. Okay. Um, Gab went for ABA, and Christina is a kindergarten teacher. She's a classroom teacher as well. Wow. Um, so, I mean, we still talk all about, oh my God, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, and then still, and still, do and then still do the work. Go back the next day and do all the work. Yeah. Um, but without them, like they, they were my core group who, at least like within education, That's who kind of just kept me going through it. And I was always the big mouth who the professors were like, they, I feel like they were intimidated in a way because I had a big mouth. So mm -hmm. I didn't mind speaking up mm -hmm. in that way because I, at the end of the day, I did what I was supposed to do and more, and y'all want to plaster my face on this stuff. <laughs> Again, thanks to Amber. Amber was, <laughs> no, Amber was, Amber the, was the blueprint. I paved the way. Amber <laughs> was no. the literal blueprint. Um, and I, no, seriously, you, in a way, you were. Oh and my not goodness. In a, not even in that type of, like, you were. I was like, damn, like, I don't want to be like her. Like, <laughs> not in the, I want them to use me, but I was like, you really did. Uh, you want to know why? I feel like, well, part of, I mean, to give to give Amber her flowers, it was like you did it all with a smile on your face too. You know what I mean? Whether it was you were enjoying the experience or, or anytime lying. anybody yeah, or you were <laughs> lying. Anytime that somebody saw you, it was like you had a smile on your face, you know yeah. what I mean? So it was like whether it was related to whatever it was that you were advertising for for the college mm -hmm. event or you you and I were just laughing about some nonsense that happened. I feel mm -hmm. like anytime that people saw you, they saw the image that was almost uh, like projected of you, so it kind of like gave uh, it gave the figure of you like to life to some people. Well, thanks, guys. You know I mean? In a way, I liked you a lot more for the opposite reason because I liked you for everything behind because mm. you got to know. I was it. like, oh, so she's real. she's not just all oh, I'm seeing all on education like. I respect that because she's getting the bag. Mm. She's doing what she got to do. <laughs> I want that. But then you also like, you were very, not in a bad way, but you were really critical of them and like understood like, look, we got stuff to like fix around yeah. here. And like, you weren't afraid to speak your mind in that sense, which is why I said you were the blueprint. Because <laughs> I was like, damn, I really do want to do that. Um, so I, I got to give it to you. I, re I really do got to give it to you. Like, Thank you really, you, guys. You, you ate that. You ate that. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Teaching memory out of the two years that 
that you've been teaching yeah. so far? Like, what's what's like the one that that sticks Tell out? Tell us to you? about the babies. Um, it happened this year. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody having no kids over here. <laughs> um, it it happened this year, and like I really don't think I will ever forget this. It was not like one specific moment, but it was like a few. Um, I've had a few students who have come out, come out to me mm. because I make it very much known. I'm like, I'm a gay teacher, 100%. Yeah. And at, by fifth grade, these people only know, the only gay people they know are me, Lil Nas X, and Saucy. <laughs> <laughs> so last year, my kids all swore. <laughs> the duality. Basically, <laughs> they swore me and Lil Nas X was getting married by the end of the school year. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> but this year, I had this one girl, she, she had come up to me. Um, cause I have, a, I had before we had to take down everything in the classroom, mm-hmm. um, my pride flag right behind my desk and it's nice and big and the kids love it. And at one point, maybe in like October, November, she had come up to me and said like, I have a secret. Like, I really don't want to talk with a lot of people about it. And I was like, I, from you her knew, vibe, I knew, knew what it was. Yeah. So I purposely just told her like, you do not have to open up to anybody, including me about it right now. If you want to, I am all ears and I'm all here for it. And she like really struggled with the wording, so I told the class, I was like, "Get out, get in the hallway," like, and they were like, "What? What's going on? Get in the hallway! <laughs> give me two seconds!" And she just had to say it. She was like, "I'm gay," and I gave her the biggest hug, and I was like, "I know that just lifted like thirty pounds off yeah. of me right now." Like, and I saw it in her face, and she started crying, and I was like, "Please, I can't start crying right now." I have to teach these <laughs> That's kids so beautiful. And yell at them, and it, it really it was. And then even after that, it was an entire process where we were working on her coming out to her family. Mm. Um, and I was very skeptical about it. And I even let her know this because she's Dominican. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. also Dominican. Mm-hmm. Um, culturally wise, mm-hmm. they're not going to be automatically super accepting for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. And it's an I, adjustment period. Yes. And it would have absolutely broke my heart if I... Kind of like if you pushed her and they weren't ready. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So we went through this. It was like a month-long thing where she was like, "I want to write things down, but I kind of want to just say it." I was like, "So whenever you want to say anything, come to me. We can. I'll literally just listen. If you want me to talk back, we'll talk." So we had a few of those, um, and then she said, "I think I want to like write a letter to them, and like maybe just like leave it in my bag and go to school, and then kind of see what happens when I come home." So she wrote the letter, and she wanted me to read it, and I was like. I really love you. I really don't want to read this letter because this is it's, this is a different level of personal that yeah. I believe is kind of like outside of me. Mm-hmm. And because just knowing how that process is, I was like, I don't want any like in case there was something in there written that she didn't want me to read like later Cause down. Because you have there's um, a, uh, accountability. Yeah, mandated like, reporter. Yeah, stuff too. Yeah, yeah. So like I was like I don't. Yeah. I don't want to do that. So. I just, I kept warning her, not as like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But like, realistically, we talked about like, they might not be super open. And that's important too, just to, yeah. That's real, yeah. So she ended up doing it on like a day that she told me that she wasn't going to. And I was like, oh my God. Like, oh, maybe can you block it out. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then she came back the next like week, because it was a weekend, she came back and she was like, ran up to me she was like oh my god they were like so happy and accepting and then i started crying mm. and it was first thing in the morning and i was like okay make sure none of your classmates see me right now because <laughs> they can't see this but that entire like month-long process like 
I could retire now and I'd be super happy with my career. Yeah. Just from that, because I'd like to teach math, yes, but no one is going into teaching for content. And they yeah. No, and not in the slightest. The kids are not going to remember the lesson that you taught, but she's going to no. remember that moment where a teacher saw her and heard her and and made her feel seen, you know? Yeah, yeah. That w- It was just, it's one of those things where, like, once you reflect on it, it's like, that's wild. It's like a movie. It like, is. That's like really like. It <laughs> is. And it probably so happened. That's, that's like, a movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like it happened in a th- like probably like a three week span. But it was it was just so much, and it was something that like that's what I got into teaching for. Yeah. Something that not in any type of oh I want to be somebody's hero type thing, but like these kids just need real. Someone. They need someone real. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And at th- in this grade. When I was that great, there was no way I was ever coming up with anybody. Kidding me? <laughs> no. I was still like, I hate everybody. Nobody talked to me. No. So the fact that she was just like, one, so confident in herself, even though she was really scared about it, the fact that she even was able to say it for herself, say it to me, because she, she was somebody, I, she wanted me to know. She didn't want me to tell the other teachers, and obviously I wasn't going to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's not what it's about. But she wanted me to know it, and she wanted her family to know it. So the fact that like we had worked through that together, and thank God it ended up well. Yes, yeah. yes, thank God because I was so horrified. I I really don't know what I would have done if it didn't go the way that it really did. It was that's amazing. That I'm I could retire now. <laughs> and it, that just it made everything. It made that's everything awesome. worth it. Yeah, because you. I mean, those moments you really don't know when they're gonna happen or it just you really don't expect them to no. happen. You know what I mean? You really just go in every day just trying to do your best. You know what I mean? You never know what it is that kids are gonna take away from your literal presence. Right, right. Just being there and no, that's awesome. That's a beautiful story. That's awesome. Cause I all I think about is, you know, my friends uh that are gay and, you know, we talk about school, we talk about education so much because they love talking to me because I'm a teacher and they're like, Wow, I wish I had you this and yeah. that because it creates that comfort and right. the fact that that uh, little girl was able to come out to you again like she'll remember that for the rest of her life and also that might have if she didn't have you who knows how much longer she would be hiding herself from that right. mm-hmm. like so many of uh of my gay and lesbian friends that i talk to they hide that for so long and it manifests itself in like so many like ugly ways like mm-hmm. hiding that and mm-hmm. stuffing that down and then you know when it comes out it's you know it's just it's an identity struggle yeah so the fact that and you know the fact that she was able to be comfortable with herself at such a young age you've like set her up for like so much uh great self-work to do like as she gets older like that's a big part of who she is so the yeah. fact that she's has she has that figured out and is com- has a role model and now has the support of a family like you set her up for you know for a lot of good things it, it, it's, it's really just it's crazy when you really put, I don't know what other word to use. It's crazy. Yeah. I just, when I even told her at that point, I was so, so proud of her, even for me. And I told, I was like, fifth grade me would have never been able to do that. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. I still quote unquote, unquote never came out. Cause I, they came to a point where I felt like it wasn't necessary for me. <laughs> so I just was like, <laughs> y'all know, y'all know. <laughs> I know y'all know. So don't ask no stupid questions, please. Um, but that wasn't even until like literally the end of high school. Mm. So you are like seven years and ahead of me like, right yeah. now. Yeah, that, like you that, have, like you said, you got part. so much time to now like really figure out yourself and be yourself super authentically. And yeah. it's, it's, it's just, I don't, 
in like leaving features. That's awesome. That was beautiful. So one other question. So we touched on this a little bit when we were on the way up. So I feel like obviously, you know, being a gay teacher in the classroom is very important because kids look up to that as well. But also, what is your take on, you know, also being a male in the school and being a male in the classroom? Because we know that a lot of men. Especially in elementary school. Yeah. yeah, A lot of men don't get into education. So I guess my question is, you know, how do you balance those? We talked a little bit about uh, about masculinity where, you know, how do you balance those um, those two parts of yourself? Maybe not even just in the classroom, but in the school. As in the school, like, yeah. as a staff member in, uh, in general, like what role do you think um, masculinity plays in education and in the classroom? So my school is a three to seven school, so we don't even have like little little kids in ours. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually have a decent amount of like male teachers in the building. Mm. On my grade level, there's it's me and then one other guy and then the other four are all women. Um, so one, obviously, all the boys want to come to my class. Or the mm-hmm. other class, just because just because it's that presence. Yeah. Um, and I love it because I'm like, this is something I I didn't have a male teacher until fifth grade, so I'm fifth grade, and it's it, it's weird in that perspective, but I love it because it's some somebody else that they feel a lot more comfortable going to, um, and it it takes nothing away from their other teachers, their female teachers, but there's certain Especially when you're in that fifth, sixth, seventh, yes. and you need, you need like to be told it's okay to cry. It's yeah. okay to. There's no one way to be a man. You right, know? right, right. And even like if you weren't gay, like still to have a man that you could come to and and talk to that's not your parents, that's not gonna judge you, that doesn't have any outside pressures. It, it's important. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like to emphasize that a lot. And like you said, regardless of yeah. what type of man you yeah, are, yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah. Something that needs to be brought into these kids' lives because they're kids. Early on. They're kids mm-hmm. still. And I always try to remind them that, like, okay, I don't teach babies. That's my quote. I don't yeah. teach babies. Yeah. But I also don't teach grown adults. Yeah. You guys are still kids. No one expects you to have it all figured no. out. Whether it comes to academics or your emotions or just, like, your social game. No one expects you to have it all figured out. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. And there's certain instances where you have, like, a certain teacher that you kind of need to go to at that point. Um, I'll never forget last year there was my, my school is like yours where it's uh, predominantly Hispanic non-black mm-hmm. but so and I so I don't know how it ended up I got like none of the black kids like <laughs> literally none of them they were all in the other cohort um so I interacted them in the hallways and stuff yeah. whenever I could but I never I had I think two of my 50 kids last year were the black kids everybody else was in mm-hmm. the other cohort um so whenever it came to them like getting in trouble, they need to um, to get disciplined by a teacher. They got disciplined by theirs, but then I would always pull them to the side. And sometimes the teachers would get mad, but I would pull them to the side just to have like a real life conversation to be like, "Yo, yeah, like, okay, you probably don't really want to hear from these other people, mm-hmm. but like, sit down, like, let's really talk about it." Um, Rationalize emotions. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Assign words to your feelings. Exactly. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of staff members who were very happy about that. Because they're like, oh, you're being too soft on them. And I'm like. No, you're just listening to their their behavior is happening for a reason. It's always happening for a reason. Yes. If they punch a kid in the face, it's for a reason. It's, it's just not. figuring out the why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not like the why. Like, and why did you react this Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. nobody asked that. Which, a school, of course, there's so many things going on. So it's kind of like when somebody, let's say, gets punched in the face, as a teacher, your automatic response is, oh, my God. All right, let's stop this and somebody's yeah. getting rid of it. Yeah, yeah. But 
Then nobody circles back to the why. why. What's at home? Like, what figure. was your experience? What is it something that someone said to you when you were younger? Yeah. Like, exactly. You were in fifth grade and you weren't able to realize how to rationalize right. anger or sadness, whatever it was. Exactly. So that's what I like to do a lot. Mm -hmm. And again, I didn't make everybody happy, but I also didn't care because it made the kids happy because it's what you're there for. That's so Not I have. I ain't going to work admin. for. I ain't going to work for the adults. Not here for admin. Not at all. <laughs> so I have a bunch of those kids who are. They're now sixth graders, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, Mr. J, can I come back to your class?" I was like, "You never even sat in my classroom yeah. again." <laughs> but we were able to like click in that way, yeah. where like, it's just another presence that somebody was listening to them, and that's what they really need—just someone to listen. Sometimes, yeah, of course, they need guidance. They need this, that, and the other. They need support. But before you can give any of that, if they don't have anybody who's listening to them, they don't give nope. a fuck. Yeah. Nope. And I don't blame them. There's no buy-in. <laughs> I wouldn't. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I, my presence in that way, I I never thought of it that way because there's all the male teachers are all going to be straight teachers. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I'm going to be the different male teachers. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Some of them are probably going to be more uncomfortable coming to me than anybody else. But I don't. I'm not saying this to hype myself up in any way. Talk shit. Do it. I just think it's like my presence is the kids know I'm here for them. Yeah. So regardless of who they you are, tell. yeah, it's kind of I'm I'm here to listen. I'm here to help. I'm here to talk. If you just if you just need somewhere to come and sit and yeah. just be like, I need to get away from everybody. Like, I know you're holding detention right now and it's peace and quiet in here. Mm -hmm. Can I just sit in here? Yeah, no problem. Just get your thoughts together. You want to talk? We can talk. You want to just you need somebody to really just tell you something and you just really need something to process. I'm here for that too. Yeah. So I was very nervous about it at first. Um, also, thank God we live in Jersey and not other states. Other states. Where that will I can, remain, I can be. Will remain nameless. Yeah. yeah. Like, thank God. I mean, and you're always still going to have those other staff members around who, of course. and yeah. the teachers, I mean, and the students, the families. Yeah. Um, who are just going to be in very New Jersey, questionable. It's a law. Just like Amistad, yep. there is an LGBTQ law yep. in the boots that you need to, it needs to be taught in all public schools. Yep. So it's it's very interesting when parents are saying whatever, and I'm like, then you could go to a private school, but you can't afford it. So no. now <laughs> we're here. <laughs> so your kids are getting taught well, so go about your business. Exactly. No, it, it's... um. That part, I, I, I never thought too much about it because mm -hmm. I always thought, I was like, that's never going to be one of my issues. Like, yeah. yeah. It's going to be the exact opposite issue. But being, I think just being a black man in that type of school still, at some point, there's not a whole bunch of black male teachers in the school. Yeah. Mm. At some point, the black boys are going to want to come and just need somebody. Whether just, to it's, just to feel. Yes, yeah. yes. And I want them to know, like, I am here for y'all. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Okay, you might have just curse so-and-so out, <laughs> and I will talk and to you about that. And they might have deserved it. Yes, that's what but I <laughs> <laughs> And they might have deserved it. But let's yeah. talk about other words that we can use. Yes, please. <laughs> let's identify our curse. Yes. Uh, no, that's I awesome. Can't, I can't tell the other, if I tell the other teachers out there, they're like, yeah. But you didn't do anything. I actually did a lot. I did a lot. You're probably not going to have any more problems after this. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. No, that's awesome. I think it's also, too, I think that's so important, right? So let's say, for example, you know, you and I worked in the same district, and a lot of the things that you were just talking about, like, let's say, for example, one of my students who I'm close with, now they had you when they were in 
fifth grade. You know what I mean? Like they're having those. Um, he's having that those conversations with you about rationalizing because wow, shocker. Men, specifically straight men, are suppressing their emotions, <gasps> letting them out, <laughs> letting them out in, in non-constructive <laughs> ways. Uh, present parties included until uh, you know recently, but you know what I mean. That's what, and that goes back to what I was talking about before, where I was like, I feel so bad that I made all these choices. I let my emotions go unchecked until I was 24. And back to the hypothetical, if you had that kid when he was in fifth grade, and you're having those very real conversations with him, and then he has me. His freshman year of high school, you know, it's like that, reaffirmed. Yeah, yeah, it's reaffirmed exactly. because I think you and I preach the uh, we preach the same things when it comes to vulnerability, when it comes to when it comes about uh, masculinity, mm-hmm. emotions, and all that kind of stuff. So you know, it's it's so important, and I don't think that it's talked about enough. Not only you know in the world of education, but I mean just in the world yeah, in general of how it is that you know being comfortable being a man. Because when I look back on my educational experience. With the like, I played football in high school. Like, I had like the straightest straight <laughs> man experience. You know, I would have hated you. All th- wow. you, you did hate me first and foremost. One yeah. um, class. No, a hundred percent. But that's that's the thing. So then, you know, I lived like that very generic life, and the male teachers that I had reflected that. So you know, and then here I am at twenty four, like learning how to be vulnerable and emotional and all that mm-hmm. stuff because I didn't have someone when I was younger you know, like you're being for your students right now that I'm able to rationalize my emotions. Like I can only think that if I had learned how to do that younger and it, I, you know what, and you know what, I'll backtrack. If I felt like it was okay mm-hmm. right, when I was right, younger, right. I can only imagine how different the choices that I would have made and how I wouldn't have, you know, ruined so many friendships and relationships because I am thinking about, you know, I'm not comfortable with myself, what it means to be a man and, you know, figuring out those uh, those questions uh, within myself. So I don't I think that it's very important, you know, what it is that you're doing in your classroom. I think that you're doing a great job. But however, um, I think there are male teachers out there that need to do a better job as well, because they're just those straight guys that They're are just perpetuating yeah exactly right so it's like, like all those coaches and uh, and all that stuff and you know because what do straight boys love to do they love to play sports they love to be in, in athletics and then when you have those coaches that are perpetuating those stereotypes of well a man doesn't cry and a man you know shuts down his emotions and mm-hmm. is worried about whatever it is that's in front of him and gets the gets the job done you know that it, it's it's detrimental. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I'm over here speaking from like I'm I'm on my soapbox speaking from <laughs> speaking from uh, from my experience. But you know, I tell my I tell my boys all the time to uh, to be vulnerable and you know to it's be healthy. It really yeah. is. It, it it really is. Like it's not. It's healthy to cry. Like it's not. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants to nobody wants to be seen crying. Period. But. You know, I definitely but, don't. I definitely don't. I'm a hypocrite I mean? in that way. I'm a definitely a hypocrite in that yeah, way. But it's like, but but be, being comfortable with that is uh, is so important. So um, I'm glad that we uh, that we were able to have you on today. I'm glad that we were yeah. able to have these conversations. I'm so happy I came. <laughs> I literally love this podcast so much. It is yeah. amazing. Um, I know my mom is going to be tuning in as soon as I tell her, and she will <laughs> spread this everywhere and make sure the entire world hey girl. hears it. Hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome. All right. Ready? Yeah. 
shout outs. Jalen, you're an avid listener, so you know. At the end of every episode, we have our shout outs. So we'll shout out somebody either in life, education, um, or whoever it is that we want to shout out in the world um, that's either made an effect on us um, or is doing some really good work right now. Um, so, Amber, would you like to go first this week? <laughs> Okay, I do actually have really? one. Really? Oh, wow. No, I have one. I have one. I, have I was one. just bullshitting, but go ahead. I man. have one. Um, I don't know if I want to say his name. I'll just, it's an, an educator in my district. Mm. And I had a really, we had a PD yesterday. Me and Jalen teach in the same district. I don't know if we said that, but yeah. We had a PD yesterday, and it was a little frustrating just because a lot of the things, when you have these PDs, there's all of these ideas of things that you should be doing or could be doing but it's not realistic within the confines of the student's abilities, within the resources that are available. So it's kind of, it's supposed to be really uplifting. Like you're supposed to come out of it with like different tools that you can use. And sometimes you do, but sometimes it just ends up being really um, depressing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I met a teacher yesterday who's also ESL teacher in the district who is a union rep and before i started teaching i was super super involved in the union did a lot of stuff both in new jersey and nationally and recently i've been wanting to get more involved and just kind of feel a little downtrodden about it because i'm not and he really uplifted me and really encouraged me to get more involved and showed me a bunch of things that i could go to and people i should talk to and all these things so i really appreciated him yesterday mm. yeah love that <laughs> Jalen um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the cliche mm. but even though it's, it's true I'm gonna shout out my mom yes yeah. because oh I'm telling y'all I have no idea who I would be without her mm. um, she was always the one who the, the way I carry myself is literally because of her because um, I, I have four parents I've got two step parents um, and I, they've been in my life my entire life, mm-hmm. so I don't know anything other than having four parents. <laughs> but she's been the one who always really got me mm-hmm. and was like, okay, he don't want to do basketball. Like, don't put him in basketball. He don't want to <laughs> dress like that. He don't want to do this, that, and the other. And even when it came to, like, school, um, like, undergrad, she was like, he wants to go here, so we're going to put in the work. Um, figure it out. Mm-hmm. You, so, yeah. I'm, I, I really don't know where I would be for, without her, and I know she's going to listen to this. <laughs> um, and she'll, she might cut it off at this point, because then she's kind of like me, where she doesn't like to cry. <laughs> um, and she might be like, oh my God, I still haven't listened to it, but <laughs> mommy, I'm for real. Like, she is, she's everything. She, she, she's made me the way that I am, and some people might not like that, because I carry myself. Fuck them. But exactly. Mm. I mean, I really wish I gave a fuck, but I don't. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm shouting out moms for sure. Word, that's awesome. That was beautiful, Jalen. Thank you again for, for joining us. And thank thank you. y'all for having me. This was, this was awesome. Uh, I'm just glad that I was able to be here with you guys tonight. This was one of the... I yeah, think it was a good... No, nah, this was one of the best this, One of the best nights, one of the best Fridays that, that I've had in a, a long time. So this was a beautiful conversation. Thank you, guys. Thank you, all of our listeners. Amber and I are going to be solo dolo next, next week. Or next next time. time. Hear us. Because um, it will probably not be on schedule. Stay, <laughs> stay tuned. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you.